Welcome to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential with your host, Gretchen Smith. Welcome. Hey, y'all. Today is my pleasure to have Alex of the Grace Alexander join me on the show. Alex has a unique, successful approach to using her life experience and expertise to help others peel back the curtain on what it truly takes for six and seven figure CEOs and entrepreneurs to grow their business and themselves. Alex is an amazing high performance business mentor. She has a very interesting background that we'll delve into here in just a moment as well. Some of her credentials include being a licensed hormone therapist, nutritionist, personal trainer, yoga instructor, licensed massage therapist, strength and conditioning coach, and successful entrepreneur. Alex is also an NDE or near-death experience survivor. Welcome to the show, Alex. Hi, it's so great to be here. It's so funny. Whenever I hear people like list my credentials, I'm like, oh my God, I need to update my website and stick some business stuff in there. But I'm so excited to be here. This is gonna be such a fun conversation. Yeah, I have been really waiting to have you on the show. I just feel like we have so much in common. We could probably talk for hours and hours. So (laughs) it's a pleasure to have you here. I cannot wait to dive into just all things business, health, near-death experiences, and just everything that that comes up today, like we were saying right before we press record. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to discuss spirituality and its growing presence in the business world and all kinds of other wonderful stuff. But before we dive in, I'd love for you just to share a little bit about your backstory and how you got into the wellness and the coaching industry. Absolutely. So as you can tell from my credentials, I started in the wellness industry. Um, I have actually had three traumatic brain injuries. And the last one was the one from the near death experience. But I kind of I, I like to say that whenever I'm not paying attention, God's source universe, whatever, whatever you want to call the greater force gives me like a brain, it gives me a brain injury to have me like really pay attention and listen. And so I started my business and I started this, this trajectory after my first brain injury. I was someone that grew up very, um, well, now I know I have celiac and I did not know that back, back then. So I started Mm -hmm. when I was about five years old, I got Lyme's disease for the first time. And, uh, the antibiotics that they had given me, they, this was 20 plus years ago. They did not know the difference between giving an adult or, or a child dose of antibiotics for Lyme. And they gave me the wrong dosage, which just completely wiped out the bacteria in my body. And so for, for the first 20 years of my life, I was fighting my body to stay healthy. And so what I had found was that this bacteria, this, this, the antibiotic connection, um, actually led to to celiac and some of these other things. And so without knowing that, I have just grown up being this person that really was trying to get a handle on why I never felt good. You know, the Mm -hmm. the big joke in my family, which now we've had to do a lot of work around, but the big joke was like, oh, you know, Addie's sick again. Oh, there she goes. There she goes. And like, it was this, this narrative of, okay, I'm, I never fully felt alive. Like I never fully thrived until I had my first brain injury. And at that point I was, I was going to school for, I was pre-med. I was doing all of those, all all of the things I was supposed to be doing because I had started to heal my body and I had started to really 
dive into this, this world of nutrition and hormones and, and really just making sure that I was healing myself to this place where I could be the high performer that I wanted to be. And then my brain injury really just redirected my life saying, okay, you know, how can I work? How can I work harder and help people, other people heal from this? So I went through a couple more years, had my second brain injury, which is where I decided that I was just not meant to work in, in the corporate world. At that point I was working, um, I was a strength and conditioning coach for professional athletes. I was working with high performance executives, Fortune 500 CEOs. I was, I was really just, I was so all in on the business side of, of success that Mm -hmm. my second brain injury really just gave me a redirect to say, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm going really deep with these people that are making an impact, but what if I was, what if I went wider? What if I could teach others what I've learned for so long in my own health health journey and really just impact these people that had this massive influence? So that's where I really started understanding this idea of the ripple effect of if I yes, you know, I was affecting change in these, in these fortune 500 companies and, and with these high performing CEOs, but they already had support, right? They already had access to chefs that were cooking the meals and they already had, I mean, you're working with professional athletes, the best of the best are the ones that are, are working with them. And so I, I started my business and I, I started really where I felt that it needed the most attention, which was women's hormones. I mean, four out of five women have, have a hormone imbalance. And so that's where I started in business. And, and it just kind of snowballed from there, making me realize that I could impact these business owners by helping them fill their cup so they could in turn impact more people. And so while so many of my credentials have to do with health, I really in working with those, those fortune 500 CEOs, I never fully stopped and more and more people, even in the people that I was, I was impacting when it came to gut health and hormones, they were really looking to me because I was helping them so much. They would, they would just start throwing business advice at, you know, by me and they would say, okay, well, what would you do in this scenario? Or I'd be with them and they would be leading a team meeting and we would get off the meeting. I'd be like, okay, well, oh, you're, you're communicating how you want to be communicated to. What I was hearing was, you know, somebody was asking for quality time or whatever their, the other person's love language was. I, I just, I had a very different perspective when I was looking at how do you influence other people? And that's kind of how the business component of my business started. So I, I really do both. I do. I mean, I like to say I have four different pillars that I focus on. One is business, obviously. Number two is wellness, energetics, and spirituality. All four, I think, really intertwine together. And if you want to be a good coach, if you want to be somebody that can be that, you know, end all be all for someone, you need to intertwine all four to really have true impact. And that's, I know we were talking about this right before we pressed record, but like my whole, my why, my like driving force, what gets me out of bed in the morning is impact and legacy and how you're going to really influence the people that you're, that you surround yourself with. Right. Exactly. 
So I have so many questions just based <laughs> off that already, but I want to make a statement. So one thing that is not really included in your credentials, if you will, and I think I think this is really important, is the fact that you are intuitive and mm. you are clear audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So I'm assuming that that beautiful gift right there also helped you when you're working with these CEOs and these, you know, high-performing athletes and whatnot as, as well. It did. Um, my gifts did not fully open until, until a few years ago, until I was, I was kind of out of that phase. I, now, I, I say that, but I, I'm sure you can hear the hesitation in my voice. I was clairaudient. I've always been clairaudient, but I didn't know that I was clairaudient. So I didn't, okay. I, I didn't fully understand this. It was not something I was raised Catholic, you know, I was raised in, in a very different type of environment. Well, very similar to a lot of people. Um, my grandmother's side though, like my grandmother's side is very spiritual and she, you know, she's had what they call, you know, people that can hear and see things in, in their family. So I, I knew what it was, but I, growing up as a child, I would say all the time, oh, you know, this person said this, or I would repeat something to my parents that I shouldn't know. I can see things too. I apologize. I am totally spacing on what the heck that's called. But anyway, I would, you know, I would say, oh, that person over there. And they'd be like, there's no one over there. So, you know, for me growing up, I was, I was labeled as I would exaggerate things. I would be lying. I would like, my parents would say that I would listen in on conversations that they were having, but really no one knew that I had the ability to channel these gifts. So it was a very interesting way to grow up because it was just not, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I truly stepped in and I was like, okay, I'm going to lean into this. There's something going on here. And like my gifts have just exploded since then. Again, so many questions here. First of all, you've had three mm-hmm. traumatic brain injuries, which is wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone having three, but on your third one, wh- whatever, it must have been an accident or something along those lines. You had an NDE? Yes. So um, this past December, my fiance and I were, I had taken him to his birthday lunch. It was actually on his birthday. We left a restaurant very, very close to our house. And I was driving my brand new car, by the way, we're just, oh. we're just putting that out there. I was driving my brand new car and the person that was coming at us, it was on just a two lane road. The person that was coming at us allegedly um, fell asleep at the wheel and hmm. just at 50 miles an hour, we were both going 50 miles an hour. He he just, he hit us. And there was a group of, I've been told this by multiple people. There was a group of 27 angels that saved our lives. I mean, the engine, if you see the pictures of the car, I don't know if like this is, it's very triggering for people, but you can go back in my socials and you can, you can see it. If you see pictures of the car, Mm -hmm. the engine is gone. Like the the car, we were pushed backwards. It it happened so quickly. I didn't even have time to turn. Thank God. If I had turned the wheel, he probably would have crushed my fiance. Um, But, you know, it was, our car was pushed back. The back was completely, you know, destroyed. The front was just gone. And if you see the pictures of the inside of the vehicle, Mm -hmm. it was untouched. The airbags went off but the inside of the, of the vehicle was, was completely untouched. So it, we should not have lived. We absolutely should not have lived. I mean, in, in those seconds that we saw both of us and my, my fiance is not 
spiritual whatsoever, but like we both saw like all three of us, like our, our bodies like float over our actual bodies. Like we, we, we saw this very different experience and it was just this very out of this body, out of this world happening where, you know, my fiance ended up with a broken femur. I had, I broke several bones in my body and did some pretty intense damage to my neck and, and to my brain, but we are lucky to be alive. Oh, it sounds like it. Absolutely. And so did you happen to go through um, any tunnels, uh, have lights or see any angels or anything of that nature in your experience? And I know everybody's experience is different. So yeah. So in my experience, I didn't go through any tunnels. Uh, We did, I did float above my body. So Mm -hmm. I I was looking down Mm -hmm. on my body and I was looking at I turned and I was looking at my fiance and he was doing the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not, there wasn't this whole experience of a ton of di- different angels around us. But what, but what I did see was this force field, like almost like, have you ever seen Harry Potter? Yes. Okay. So like, you know how they put like the force field around Hogwarts in the last movie? I did not see the last movie. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> never mind. So any of the listeners that are that are listening right now, if you've seen Harry Potter and like there was that force field that went up around the around the you know Hogwarts to kind of keep everybody protected before Voldemort came, that's what it looked like. There was this like there was no doubt that there was like these angels that just completely surrounded us and they were like holding out their arms and there was just this this bubble that surrounded us. Right. And so I Again, I did not, I didn't see a whole ton, but I had people call me, I mean, both spiritual people and not call me, like my, my mom's best friend called me and she was like, I, she didn't even know I was in an accident. She was like, I just had a dream that my mom saved your life. And like her mom had just passed away a couple months before. And yeah. like, again, no knowledge of the accident whatsoever. Right. All of these people were telling us all of these different things. And I had on... I, I wear a lot of jewelry. I know that you guys can't see me right now because this is this is you, there's no video, but I wear a lot of jewelry and of all of the jewelry that I was wearing on my on my wrist was a bracelet that was my great grandmother's and I wear it every day. And um the the bracelet it's gold and it has a jade ring on it and the bracelet broke and the jade ring was sitting on my lap. Like there's there was wow. no reason why why these things were were happening and why again i mean if you look at the front of the car the engine everything is gone like yeah. i when i called my mom cuz i stepped out of the car my fiance had to be pulled out of the car but i stepped out of the car and when i called my mom i was like do not look at the car look at my face like my parent my parents were 2 minutes away we were really close to both our house and theirs and i was like look at my face and and hear my voice i am okay do not look at the car. It was that bad. So it was just, it was, it was very different. Like floating above your body and seeing this force field is unlike any experience that you can ever have. Right. Right. And I am definitely aware of other people having that similar experience mm. near death. Yes. So my next question is kind of going back to what you were talking about before with being, um, with having special gifts, um, psychic gifts, uh, mm-hmm. clarionant and whatnot. My question is, did they expand after your NDE? <laughs> yes. So it it became, I would say, honestly, all three of my brain injuries have taught me different things. Mm-hmm. What is undeniable is not only did my gifts expand, 
but my priorities shifted. So, you know, I was given this, this is my third chance, right? After my second brain injury, I didn't have function of a, of a third of my brain. I had to come back. I had to do therapy for a year to, to get back to walking, talking, all of those things. This has actually wow. been easier than that in terms of rehab. I mean, this was six months ago. I'm still going through rehab. I'll be going through rehab probably for the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would never know having this conversation with me. You would never know that I don't have a function of a third of my brain. This deepens my ability to listen because I don't have the same brain chatter that I used to because my brain isn't functioning at hundred percent. I really find that I, when I speak, I'm channeling so often. Yes, I can, I can tur- choose to turn it off and I can have my own thoughts, but I am so incredibly divinely guided. I, I was before, but now I just, there's the, the barriers almost dropped and I, I'm able to really just have this relationship with the, the angels and the archangels and, and my, my loved ones, my guides, all of those things where I can create such quick change. You know, I've been really successful in business up until this point. I'm very, very lucky. I'm very blessed, but it's why I think I've become such a better coach because it's not just me. Like it's right. when, you, when you work with me, it's not, not even just me and, and my, and my team, it's, I can tap into you and your team and your loved ones and, you know, give you messages and just do so much more than I ever used to be able to do because my brain was so much louder And I think that's been one of the biggest shifts. Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, so happy and grateful that you're here with us. And it's interesting how the universe just has its own way of waking us up or helping us expand our gifts where, you know, you would think that something would be such a tragedy that you may not even rebound from it at all. And you've had this opportunity to really take these special gifts and learn from each experience. Yeah. I, I say to people a lot that there's, it's it's kind of funny. It's funny and it's not, there's only two things that you have control over in life. Number one, the food that you put into your body, you, you have complete control over that, whether people like to hear that or not. Um, And number two, (laughs) how you react to the, to the hand that you're dealt horrible things happen to, to incredible people and great things happen to really bad people. And you, you walk every day being able, you have a choice. You are, I, I genuinely believe that you are in choice. Again, it doesn't mean that bad things don't happen to really great people. I mean, I don't, I don't think I, I live a life where I was deserving or worthy of, of, you know, being, pulled out of cars and, and hospitalized and, and, you know, being six months in rehab and another, you know, year to go before I'm really back to, to the, the person that I was before or the version of myself that I want to be after the accident. But mm-hmm. I do believe that I am in choice that you can look at it one of two ways. And this is a fight I'm actually having with my fiance right now, not, not like literal fight, but it's a battle because he is, he had a rod put in his leg and six months later, he's still in, in extreme pain. And there's, there's oh. times where I hear it come out of his mouth and he just says, you know, why, why me? Why this? This is, he has a very physical job. And he's like, I, you know, it could have been anything, but it had to be something that I experience every single day. And I'm like, look, like you can have that. You can have that reality or you can choose to be in choice. You can choose to see it as 
a blessing and a redirect of our lives because it has completely redirected our lives and turn like shifting. I don't want to call it victim mentality, but shifting into choice and into seeing the expansion and the blessings that get to happen. Obviously that doesn't happen overnight, but allowing for that, that choice of, Hey, like I lived, I shouldn't have. If you look at those pictures, it is, there's, there's no way that we should have walked away. None. And so I'm not going to freaking waste that. There's, there's no part of any cell of my being that is not in utmost gratitude that I walked away. Right. Right. And I am a firm believer that if you're still here, if you lived, you're here for a darn good reason. Oh yeah. Yeah. You have so much more to do. Yeah. And it's just so empowering. It is very empowering. And, um, and I say this to people all the time. I don't want you to hear my near death experience and, or hear my three brain injuries and, and look at that and, and be like, well, I haven't had that. I haven't done that. You know, I haven't, I've lived a pretty great life. Like everyone, I mean, I say this to, to people all day long. I grew up in the utmost incredible parental environment. My mom raised me. My dad, you know, either was home to, to eat dinner with us or he was home to put us on the school bus every single morning. It was one of the two. My parents took months off. I mean, I was in, I traveled the world with my family. Incredible, incredible childhood, incredible life, incredible existence up until this point in time. I have been doing deep trauma work for for almost five years. It doesn't matter whether you have these huge things that happen to you or whether you are someone that thinks that you've lived a relatively normal life. There's, there's always work to be done. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to take, you know, me saying, okay, I walked away from something I shouldn't have. And that is my motivation. I am meant to be here. I genuinely believe the, the odds of you becoming human are one in 400 trillion. If you think that you are not born with a purpose, you are sorely mistaken. Like the fact that you are even here, the odds are so stacked against you. And so whatever that purpose is, whatever that impact is, whatever that legacy is, is whether your, you know, your, your job is to be an incredible mom or an incredible dad, or, you know, to impact the local people around you, to support your family, to, you know, be have a podcast, be on large stages. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you came from or, you know, what, where, what impact means to you. This is your, this is your chance to get up and go do something about it and get up and go live a life that is in alignment with that legacy. You don't need a near death experience or a horrible childhood to do that. 100%. Absolutely. Yes. And so now let's switch gears a little bit because you take all of that and you help people that maybe have not had these experiences, which is absolutely fine. And that's most of us. And you help them really build the life that is just probably beyond their their expectation or their desires. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say desires, but just unimaginable sometimes. Yeah. 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 You know, for me like I said, life is about legacy. Life is about what, what do you want to leave behind? And when you choose to live a life that is so guided with that purpose, it's, there's something so magical and so powerful because you wake up every single day in choice. Like 
do you want to spend your life living something that isn't aligned with your soul's mission? Or do you want to work every day? Cause it's not about working harder or anything like that. Like, do you want to spend your day working towards something that you're proud of that you can leave behind that can make the world a better place? So, you know, a lot, all of my work, a lot of my work and, and really honestly, every single thing that I offer is about supporting you as either a CEO, a business owner, executive, or, you know, it doesn't even matter what you do. It's about helping you feel wealthy within. It's about helping you thrive. It's about helping you, whether you have a business for me to help you scale, or whether you are just looking to live a life that's more connected with your purpose, or you're looking to maybe fill your cup so you can have a greater impact on the world or have a greater impact on the people that are around you. That to me is everything. I love that. It's so, so true. It's everything. So one aspect of your business is called architect, correct? Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit with the listeners about what that entails? Yeah. So I, I, I like to call myself that I'm, I'm the architect behind your legacy brand. Like I, I am someone who can see the big picture. That's yay near death experience. It gave me that, gave me that, you know, <laughs> bird's eye view. Right. I, I, I now know what it's like to float up and look down. I, I can see that and I can map that out in a very powerful way. And so architect is very, um, it's, it's like, threefold. So whenever you work with me, it doesn't matter whether it's architect, um, you know, 333, three, which is, you know, my more just one-on-one coaching off, uh, offering, or whether it's an EMC, which is enriched members club, which is a luxury virtual members club for entrepreneurs and, and women in business. So it doesn't really matter kind of where you fall. If you're in my world, or even if you follow me on Instagram, you will find that there's two sides one is very strategy business driven. It's very, you know, you wake up, it's very practical. It's very masculine. That is, that's how I was raised. That's where I love jamming out. I'm not, you know, as much as I'm spiritual, as much as I'm energetic, I'm very comfortable in that space. So there is a very strategy driven component to architect, but it's, it's married and, and matched with insane amount of energetic work. So and what I love, where where I really thrive is we come up with what what does that legacy look like? What is that? What is your five-year goal? So I'm a huge, huge fan of the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller. If anyone hasn't read that, please go buy that. It's like <laughs> less than $20. And it is this this concept of what is, what's the five-year goal? Like if, if you could have anything in the world, what would you want to achieve in five years? And then you break it down. So if you, if this is your five-year goal, if you know where you're going, what's the one thing you need to achieve in, in year three in order to make that five-year goal possible? Then what's the one thing you need to achieve this year in order to make that five-year goal possible? And then you chunk it down into quarters, into months, into weeks, into days. And so that's really, there's a really incredible framework when we're looking at what the end goal is. That strategy allows for the masculine, we, we live in an, in an inherently masculine world, right? Like we were raised- yes. If you, you do X, Y, Z, you get a gold star, you get an A, you get what, whatever it is in school, right? Mm-hmm. 
or on the sports scene. If you win, it's a good thing. If you lose, it's not a good thing. So our brain is hardwired that way. If you want to unhardwire it that way, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And I'm not, and I don't fully believe, and this is just my belief. You can totally disagree with me, but I don't fully believe that unwiring that is, is the best thing for everybody. If you can break down what you want to achieve this year into daily actions. If you, if you are a full-time entrepreneur, something is going to take you 30 minutes or less. If you are not, something is going to take you two minutes or less. And it, by doing those things, by starting your day that way, it allows your brain, your, your masculine structured brain to say, okay, well, I already did the thing that I needed to do today in order to be successful. So everything else is just a bonus, right? Yes. That there's such power there because then, then you get to play in the feminine energetic side. Then everything else is just expansion, expansion, expansion. So whenever you work with me, especially an architect, we help you create that plan. And then my team, it, architect is an agency. So my team will execute on the strategy behind getting you to whatever it is you want to achieve. So again, if you're a business owner, you want to create evergreen funnels because you want to sip my ties on the beach all day. Like that's great. We'll help you create those. If you want to rebrand and, and step into a luxury brand, if you want to have a podcast, be heard, be seen, you know, have more visibility, speak on stages, whatever that might look for you. It's so incredibly customized. We have a team in place of VA, social media managers, OBMs, you know, lead generation, all of the things and all of the people. So that way we are executing and your job, you and me then work together to, we get that strategy in place and then our job becomes energetic. So then we go in and we look at the key to unlocking everything that we say that we desire in life is held in our body. I, it's probably just my experiences, but uh, I, I would really, agree. hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. So if, and it's very powerful because I want everyone to hear this. Everything you need to be successful in life and business is already inside of you. Yep. It is on the other end of you being willing to get uncomfortable and you being willing to go inside and go, okay. Hmm. When I say I want the million dollar business or, or when I say, you know, if I say I want the million dollar business and my throat constricts, what are we holding there? What energetic blocks are we holding there? What maybe trauma are we, are we holding there? One of the things I'm doing right now is going through a, a trauma certification so I can actually really work with trauma. I think it's super important. Um, or, you know, maybe you're not there yet and maybe you're looking to just have consistent income. But when you say that you want consistent income from doing the thing that you're know you're born to do, you don't feel safe, like in your gut, in that root chakra and that solar plexus, then we have to go and we have to do some work on that. So then everything that we get to do is we get to play in this area of self-discovery, self-exploration. We get to do, you know, the healing work of the body. And then we get to do DNA and cellular expansions um, to really just upgrade what you can receive. We do a lot of work on receivership. We do a lot of work on, on your know, leadership, on um, communication. I know I, I said this to you before we, we started recording, but communicate, becoming a master communicator, communicating to people in the way that they like to be communicated to, not in the way that you are used to communicating. So it's really that fine tuning of you and your body and 
your leadership communication skill, the, all of the things that that I've learned from five, oh my gosh, five years of owning my own business, but eight years of working in that super high level, high performance executive executive director role of what it takes to truly make it. Because ultimately, I I don't know how many of your listeners are business owners, but you know, ultimately in business most businesses fail in the first five years. And of those that, that live outlast the five years, 75% of those fail. So if you knew that the odds were stacked against you, why would you not work on being better, doing more, being greater, like truly expanding and transcending to transcend is to be, get bigger than instead of working through the problems and working and knowing those odds of being like, I'm going to work against that. Why don't you just get bigger than the problem and become the solution? Right. Okay. You're totally speaking my language a hundred percent. I'm so just full of energy right now with this topic because I've lived this. I've absolutely lived this. And I absolutely love that there's someone out there like you teaching other people, mentoring other people on how they can really excel in business. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the reasons why I retired and started a podcast because I was in corporate America for over 30 years. And I've worked with thousands and thousands of employees that were underneath me and manage them and help groom them. But I found that there was an area in, well, let's just say working for the corporation that I was working for, where you could only do so much within the corporation to really help give people the tools to be 100% or 110% successful. And mm-hmm. um, there was no way that I could sit down with a manager and say, okay, I can see that you're really blocked in your sacral area <laughs> and just let me give you five minutes of Reiki. <laughs> Yeah, no, that does not fly. That's not going to fly. No, no. I what I would do is I would sit there and just give them five minutes of Reiki under the table and just be like, "You're welcome." (laughs) Not really. I'm kidding. No, but I mean, absolutely. And what people don't realize is there is totally a place for spirituality and business. Oh hell yeah! Yes, but it's often just way too woo-woo for corporate America. (laughs) So you've offered a place for people to seek you out and come to you individually. So if there's anybody out there in business right now, whether you're a business owner or whether you do work for a large corporation, you've got to get in touch with Alex to help you scale your business or scale your performance. Let me just say that when I had my spiritual awakening, And I started realizing there's tools that I can bring into business. I didn't share them with my team, but there were little things that I did that I believe really helped take me to the top. And I was the number one location in the United States and we were a worldwide corporation. They didn't really scale us um, with other countries, so to speak, but it was incredible what I was able to achieve absolutely incredible. Yeah. There's, there's something really powerful when you take ownership of the way that you interact with others Mm -hmm. and you allow yourself to live a life without limitation because just because you're in corporate America, just because you don't 
have a business or anything like that, it doesn't mean that you can't use the same tools to be a better leader, to be a better communicator and to, and to live a life where you are thriving because it doesn't really matter what everybody else is doing. As long as you, as you lay your head down on the pillow every single night and you're like, I crushed it. I did my best. I am you know, living a life with purpose. That's all that really matters. Right. Right. Or if you want to manifest a business for yourself or reach certain sales goals, mm-hmm. um, I would assume that working with you, you definitely take them through those steps to oh. help them create that vision. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, scaling is my, is my jam. <laughs> scaling, you know, yes, we, we do work with new entrepreneurs and business owners. Let me just say like 90% of why I started the agency was because I saw this gap between when you hire a coach and you're so pumped up on that call with that coach, you still have to go home and do it all yourself. True. You still have like, and, and to be honest, in the very beginning of your business, especially if you're going to leave your corporate job and then, and jump full in without income or any of those things, I highly, I don't recommend it. Don't, don't necessarily do that. But if, if that's what you want to do, your number one priority is to make money. And so you're going to sit there until your eyes bleed metaphorically Mm -hmm. in order to get these things done. And I wish, I mean, I spent, I have spent over $200,000 in coaching soon to double. I'm about to spend more this, this next six months than I've ever spent in, in coaching and just in general, but I've spent over $200,000 in mentorship and only one mentor has ever been worth it. Only one. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, 10%. (laughs) She was a $20,000 mentor, right? But it was 10% of what I've spent was worth it. And it was because I didn't have the support to execute on the vision or I had hired spiritual people and it wasn't, I didn't know what to do strategy wise. And so the whole idea behind architect, you're like, why are, why architect, why the agency? Cause this is, I mean, it's relatively new in the last couple of months it honestly was born out of the fact that I couldn't do it all myself anymore after, after the accident. So that's when architect was born is I needed my team to be able to help me support my clients because I just, I, I could not let my world impact the people that had put their faith and trust in me. I gave everybody the ability to have full refunds. It didn't matter whether you were five months into a six month package or whatever, and no one left because my team did such a good job. And I was like, you know what? There's something here. There's something to this because my team can support these people to get this stuff done. So again, whether you're starting a business and you're just looking to have a team support you to get those tasks done and those systems and SOPs and like just all of those things in place, get out your first offer, you know, bounce things off, bounce new ideas off of, off of somebody that knows what it takes to actually make money in business. Mm-hmm. Because let's let's be real, money equals impact, right? Mm-hmm. Money doesn't solve your problems. Money just makes things easier. It shifts your priorities. Right. So I want to see you make money. And that's another big gap that I see in the industry between spiritual entrepreneurs and money. There's like, there's like a the Grand Canyon literally yeah. lives between yeah. the two. They don't feel like they can have both. 
it's so not the case. You, you need both because in order to have impact, you can do that without money, but money just lets you scale your impact. So it's right. not a bad thing. So whether it's, it's that and you're looking for, you know, the people to help you get something off the ground or whether you are making some money and you want to scale because you want that impact, the team is there to support you. So that way you're, you're only doing the things, the, the move the needle tasks, and you're not getting caught up in the day-to-day of, you know, uploading videos to your funnel, of creating the email sequence, of, of all the basic things that have to get done. It lets you get out of that, that, that strategy out from behind your computer all day long. And it lets you do the things that are actually going to move that needle, which is so incredibly important. Right. Because I can definitely see where you might start a coaching program. A person may start a coaching program or want to build a business on their own and they're left to build their own funnels. We'll just use that example again. Mm Um, and you're spending, or that person is spending, you know, two to three weeks on it and they're frustrated. And I really wonder how many people give up before they even get started. Oh my gosh. I had a client session right before we started recording this podcast. Um, that was with this woman who she, she's had this idea in her head for three years. She's Mm -hmm. wanted to leave her corporate job three years. And she finally took the leap against her husband's like greater, her husband was like, you're not spending any more money on your business until it's making money. And she was like, no, I I need to do this. In six weeks, she has a, she has the makings of what is about to make her go from zero to 10 K months in six weeks, because we prioritized and I wouldn't let her give up when she wanted to. And I am, I'm going to be entirely honest. Like I am, I am not easy to work with. Like in the best way, if you say that you're going to get me something and you say that you're going to, like I ask for buy one dates and you don't get something, you don't get that done. Then you don't get the energetic call with me. You know, we, because people just, they want the energy. They want the, they want the spirituality. They want me to channel for them. They want all of those things. But if you're not doing the things that I know that you need to do in order for us to to have you leave working with us with a better, you know, a better business, then I'm doing you a disservice by allowing, by, by babying you and allowing you to not take the action that you say that you're going to take. So it, I mean, in six weeks, her entire life has changed and, you know, she's on the trajectory to be able to leave her. She works in, um, in a school system. So to be able to leave her, her school system by the beginning of next year, which is so exciting after three years of, of nothing. Right. Yes, exactly. You know, you touched on something that I think is really important. I do one-on-one coaching, but I don't do it uh, in the capacity that you do. You're a high end, high impact business coach. Mm -hmm. And what I found really interesting and sometimes a little bit frustrating because I'm also someone that I see potential and I really want my, whether it's my clients or people that work under me to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I have really high expectations. I see a lot of people, as you were kind of commenting on, that they're really attached and they want to do all this spiritual woo-woo stuff, which is really fun to do. And I love to coach on that. But 
they don't recognize that there is a whole nother, I'll call it a hard aspect where people have to do manual work as well, whatever that type of work looks like, whether it's, you know, I don't know, writing out a business plan or, you know, finding a place to call their office. There's, there are things that have to be done to create the outcome they desire that requires real hard work. And when they don't put in the real hard work, they won't get those results. And it's just such a shame when that doesn't happen. So I honestly think that it's great that, you know, you're kind of a a harder, I shouldn't, I don't like the hard, I don't like the word hard. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it either. I'm very, um, I'm, I'm, I hold you accountable. There you go. That's ultimately what it is. I just, it's so funny that you say that. I just did a post that was so controversial. I love being controversial. I'm from New Jersey. We're very like, we're, we're very straight and direct. Like that's just, that's how we are. (laughs) Right. Um, and I just did a post that said, I, I, I don't quote me on this, but it's something along the lines of like, just because you did the energetic, energetic work, or just because you're in your feminine doesn't mean you're entitled to money. Oh yes. my God. I thought people were going to like come for me with pitchforks and like they, they were, I, people were angry and it's because they didn't want to hear that. That's why I going back to kind of what I said earlier, I don't believe in a war. I don't, I just don't believe that you can, that, that unless you have that masculine structure, that the energetic or the spiritual work is, is going to do, give you enough to move the needle. So here's, here's a quick example. This isn't the case for every, for, for everybody, right? Like if you have funnels in place, but if, if you don't have a funnel, if you don't even have anything to buy, right. Going back to actually to the client that I was just talking about, she hired me cause she wanted me to do the energetic work. And I, I took a look, took a look at her Instagram. She didn't, have a link in her bio. There was no way to book a one-on-one call with her. There was nothing. There was no course. There was no group program. There was no, there was no nothing. There was nothing. No, nothing. Oh my gosh. My horrible English. There was nothing, (laughs) right? If you don't have something for people to buy, you can do all of the energetic work in the world, but you're literally not giving anybody a way to give you money. So, right. It doesn't matter what you do. The energetics is so incredibly important. I don't believe that you can do 100% strategy either. I do think that there's a huge part of energetics that does come into play, but you need some of that. If you want to be sipping Mai Tais in you know Thailand or Bali or wherever, you need to put that foundation in, in first. That sweat equity is required. I, I just... Um, I just started working with a girl who she, she makes hundred thousand dollar months, but she literally, she stepped away and she, and she left her business for, for about six weeks and her business imploded because she didn't have the systems in place. She didn't have the leadership with her team. Her team didn't have direction. There was, there was no, there was no direction on, on what was supposed to happen while they were, while she was gone. And she was like, this is a disaster. You know, she was running ads, but they made $0 because they didn't actually have a good call to action. Like there's, there are the, there are these strategy things that need to happen in order for you to make the energetics worth it. And so 
I, I just, I want people to really hear that there is, there's sweat equity that is involved. There is, you know, some of those things that there's the, the masculine stru- uh, structure that you really do need to have in place. And need isn't a, I mean, when spiritual entrepreneurs hear the word need, they're like, no, 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 and I need nothing. I need nothing. You're right. You don't actually need the structure, but if you want a, a, a brand that's going to stand the test of time, you want a brand that's going to, you know, go beyond the, that five-year mark, that 10-year mark, and you want truly to leave a legacy, then there is some, there, there's some steps you need to take to get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I think so many people are missing that aspect. Mm-hmm. And if you got nothing out, out of this, besides put a link in your bio for people to work with you, like, just go do that. Please, please yeah. do not tell me you listen to this episode. And when I go, cause I, I, I am the CEO that does, I run a multi, multi six, almost seven figure business. And I am still the CEO that if you tag me in this episode and you say this episode changed my life, I will go and I will stalk you. And I will find out why. <laughs> like I, I just am that person because I genuinely, I, I care about the connection. And if I see that you don't have a link in your bio, you will get a very angry rant from me because I told you, I set the expectation that I am going to literally sit there and be like, there's, there's no way for people to buy from you. How are you expecting to receive anything in return? Because I, guys, like the psychology behind this, I've been in this industry for almost a decade. People want to buy, people love to buy. People, people love to buy things when they know that they need them. You just need to give people the opportunity to do that. Because if you're, if there's no link or there's no call or there's no ask, you're making that decision for them. You're saying no for them. And what if, what if your, what if your ideal client or, you know, the person that you're supposed to make an impact is just waiting for you to put something out there and you're not giving them the chance to buy from you, you're doing them such a disservice. Okay, Alex. So you're the subject matter expert, SME here. Mm-hmm. What is working out there right now? And maybe I'm asking too much and you might want not want to spill all of your secrets right now, oh, but no, no, no. is it Instagram? Is it LinkedIn bios? Is it mm-hmm. Linktree? Is it um, putting something in your bio that says email me or mm-hmm. w- what's working? What's the hot ticket? Yeah. So something you should know about me is that I, there's no trade secrets with me. I will give you my best stuff, whether you're working with me or not. So if you want like me to look at your bio and you want me to give you a direct recommendation, I message me, I will totally do that for you. Um, and I will do that. Not my team. I will actually do that. But the answer is it's, it's an infuriating answer. It depends on what you're selling. So number <laughs> one, um, people, I would say Instagram is, is a really great place to build community. It depends on who your demographic is. If your demographic is someone that's age 25 to 45, I would say Instagram is the place for you. If it's you know somebody that's 40 plus, I would say they're still on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, people do, they, they love a good podcast, but podcasts, you know, podcast uh, listenership is down, especially after the pandemic, people, people aren't commuting anymore like they were. So podcasts aren't as popular. That being said, though, it it doesn't mean that it's not a great place for you to really paint yourself as the authority in your niche and get your message out there. So I'm a huge fan of having a podcast. Um, I honestly, I'm a firm believer if you are going to do a task that's going to move the needle in your business, it would be content repurposing. If you are filming videos 
There's no reason why that video is not on IGTV, is not on Facebook, is not on YouTube. If you're going to write a long form post, there's no reason why your long form post on Instagram is not going to go on Facebook, is not going to go on Pinterest. If you're going to film a podcast episode, turn the video on and upload those to all of what I just said above. If you're going to you know, film a, a record a podcast, have sound bites that you pull out for reels. Like do, if you're going to, if you're going to take the time to create one piece of content, that, that one piece of content better walk a mile for you because creating content is not, I don't want to say it's hard. It's not easy. It's, it should be intentional. If you're going to film a reel, put it on, put it on TikTok. There's not one specific formula that works the best. All that I really care about is that you have a call to action on the end of every single thing that you do, whether it's listen to the podcast, whether it's click the link in my bio, always, always, always have a link in your bio, whether it's your Facebook bio or whether it's, you know, your bio on Instagram at the very bottom. If you're going to repurpose something from Instagram to Facebook, there's no link in bio truly on Facebook. So put the link to whatever you're promoing right there and Give people multiple ways to buy from you. If you have one-on-one -on -one calls, have the ability for them to, to book a one-on-one -on -one call with you, have the, them, whoa, sorry, give them the ability to book, to buy something that's, you know, $20 that you, you know, put together, whether it's a meditation, whether it's, you know, an ebook, whether it's recipes, it, do, it doesn't even really matter. Just give them some, give them the ability to spend 20 bucks, give them the ability to, spend a couple hundred with you and give them ability, the ability to spend a couple thousand because by giving them different options, you're meeting them where they're at and you're allowing them to, to be in choice and you're mm -hmm. allowing them to decide what's right for them and what's not versus you deciding for them by not even putting it out there. That's really great advice. I will say that all of that stuff that you mentioned, it does take time. It's it not does. super hard, but it takes time. So if yes. you are a business owner, you know, that takes time out of your day where you might be better focused on something else that's more, even more high value. So yeah. working with you, you have experts in the field that can help them do this, correct? Yeah, that's what I, you were I have people early. for that. Uh, you know, I, I say to people, if you can pay somebody $20 an hour or less to, to do something for you, it's not worth your time. Yeah. So yes, it does take time. I do highly suggest though, like, you don't have to do it every single day. If you have an hour at the end of the week or beginning of the week for the previous week, whatever that looks like, you can re you can repurpose. You can, there's so many tools to help you repurpose that it's so simple. I mean, even using softwares like plan plan is an Instagram um, or social media auto posting software. So if you just took everything that you create for Instagram plan, um, plan will, published to Pinterest, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. So if you take the time to go into plan and put things into auto post for the next week, it takes an hour for us to schedule out a week's worth of content for every single platform. So it really doesn't take as much time as you would think if you are really being intentional about how you're spending your time. That also being said though, if you, if you truly are someone that doesn't, that doesn't have a lot of time, go really, really deep on one platform. Don't go wide. Don't post three times on five different platforms. 
post, you know, every single day on Instagram or on Facebook, whatever, wherever you spend more of your time. And that's the other key. You need to be on the platform where you enjoy spending time because if you are constantly posting to Facebook and you absolutely hate Facebook and you don't want to consume Facebook and you are on Facebook posting with that attitude, that's the energetic piece. Like if you're like, oh, I freaking hate this. I don't want to be here. And people are going to feel that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Oh my gosh, you shared way more than I thought. And that (laughs) was really, really good pieces of information that you dropped there. So thank you so much. Of course. Wow. We are pushing an hour now and we didn't even really get to the enriched members club that you offer too. You have so much to offer. Do you want to just touch on that real quick? Oh, I can do that in two seconds. So the enriched members club is a um, luxury virtual members club for entrepreneurs and women in business. So even if you are in corporate America, this is definitely for you as well. It is a platform where we host classes, events, there's a magazine, there's um, going to be live events at the end of this year and next year. It really is a place for you to come in and fill your cup. It's facilitated by uh, 15 plus almost 20 different council members that are teaching on everything from those classes on everything from Reiki and breath work and yoga and fitness and bar and um, you know, DNA and cellular expansion. We have money. We have money experts. We have um, designers. We have social media experts in there. We have NFT and, crypt- and crypto experts in there. I mean, there's there's so much. There's something for everybody. And the, the whole goal is that there's more than you can possibly consume inside. So you get to, you get really come for what you need and leave what you don't. And it's really just this community that is about supporting supporting others and giving you a space to win, lose, fail, succeed, cry, laugh, all of those things together. And it's just, I have to be honest, I, I, I get kind of teared up when I, when I talk about it because it is, I've been in this industry for a really long time and the council is my greatest achievement in business. And it, it really is, it's my legacy. And it is truly, these women are my legacy because they are, facilitating such an incredible space for people to just really thrive. And that's, that's what it's all about. It's, it's called the enriched members club because enriched means wealthy within like mm-hmm. and EN within rich, wealthy. And it really, it really is just this. You, you just, there's, there's free passes to it. Just come and experience it for a week. And I, I promise you, you're never going to leave because it's just that incredible. If the listeners are interested in the free passes, do they just go to your website and click on the Enriched Members Club? Yep. So you can go to enrichmembersclub.com and there's a free seven day pass for you to be able to experience it. Um, you can also just buy the magazine. I mean, the magazine itself is, it's, it's $129 a month. Um, and if you actually, if you sign up, through me or the podcast, we'll, we'll drop links. You get 10% off for literally the lifetime, however long you're in EMC, but the magazine alone is worth that. I mean, it it is truly the place there's tarot pools in it. There's human design. There's Akashic records readings. I mean, it is, it is ridiculous what's inside of here. The the whole purpose was for um, people to to really not have to find all of these different, not to have to go out and spend time to find all of these different 
um, things to support them and their business. They just go right. to go inside of EMC and everything you could possibly need as a CEO. And as, oh my God, I didn't even talk about like there's hormone and gut health stuff. There's, there's recipes, there's nutrition. I mean, literally everything you need as a CEO and a business owner is there. That is so cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. And then your, your website, thegracealexander.com yes. is also a platform where you can pretty much find everything, correct? Yeah. Everything that you could possibly need is on thegracealexander.com. Uh, if you want to connect with me further, please, you know, reach out to me on Instagram. It's at thegracealexander. I would love to hear your takeaways from this, from this episode. And if there's anything that I could do to support you from any questions you have from this, please reach out. I am really, really passionate about that individual support. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it's just whatever I can do to support you. Let me know. Wonderful. And we really didn't get into this, but you are a fellow podcaster and you have the enriched podcast. Yes. I would say if you want like true value add, just go listen to the podcast. I, every single solo episode that I ever do is a channeled rant from source, my guides, God, you know, angels, archangels. It is, I, I really, really love that. That's my, that's my true love is being on the podcast and just being able to go really, really deep on, on different topics and, and just spark change. I love that. Well, Alex, I have enjoyed having you on the show so much today. I would definitely love to have you come back on. I I know that one of the um, passion points that you have is about diet and you are a nutritionist. And I'd also love to have you share some on that topic as well. Well, I would love to come back. I mean, this is, this was so much fun and thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's been such a great time and it's been my pleasure. I hope you have a wonderful day. And just as a reminder, all information and links for The Grace Alexander will be located down in our show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Spiritual Life Management Podcast. If you like the podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of new episodes. And if you'd like to contact me, just send me an email at GretchenSmithCoaching at gmail.com. Also, follow me on Instagram at GretchenSmithCoaching for more inspiring content on creating your best life. Lastly, if you're interested in working with me for spiritual holistic life coaching, just send me an email or DM. All information is below in the show notes under Linktree. Sending you love and namaste.